Hello, and welcome back to the Spoiler Cast, the show where we talk about movies and we don't care about spoiling them. Because, uh, hey, it's the Spoiler Cast. Because, hey, it's the Spoiler Cast, exactly. That was my uh, sister and trusted co host, Rebecca. And Hello. my name is uh, Tobias. Hello. And today we're continuing a bit of a trend, at least here in January, talking about uh, fucking, I don't know, generic movies. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it was. It just. It just happened. We we managed to get get free tickets to a sneak preview. It was like, all right. I guess we'll watch it. And now I guess we'll talk about it. Um, I wanted to watch it. Yeah, you wanted to watch it. That's true. Um, I see. I have a. I have a. According to me, we do have a theme here. Okay. It's uh It's um. Late nineties, early two thousand inspired. Yeah, kind of a revival, which yes. with this one, I do appreciate spoilers for the rest of our discussion. Yeah. We are, of course, talking about uh, the 2020, technically 2023, uh, rom-com Anyone But You. Hey, starring the wedding. Glenn Powell and Sydney Sweeney, written and directed yes. by Will Glick. It's uh, loosely... Oh, we didn't do that. Hold on. Oh, that's going to be fun to edit. It's... Anyone but you! And I'm actually gonna yay for this one. Um There we go. This is gonna be fun. Hey, hey, I'm gonna do some 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 funny editing with this. So if you're just listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever, check us out on YouTube since we are now officially a video podcast. Yes, uh, we've joined again? the ranks of the Adam Freeland Show and the Joe Rogan Experience. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but enough about that. Let's talk yeah, you, about. Huh? You we're about to say something that was, that was based on something, or, or? yes. Uh oh, yeah. Anyone But You is very, very loosely based on Much Ado About Nothing by William Shakespeare. That's why it said that in the end. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I uh, did not realize that. No, me neither. I mean, I I had an inkling since they kept referencing Shakespeare. I've never read any of his stuff. I've only seen no. like these kind of versions of his stuff. Yeah. Um, we discussed uh, one of my favorite uh, teen comedies f- ne- last week on Patreon, patreon.com slash don't make scene. Um, I mentioned Get Over It, which is based on A Midsummer Night's Dream. Yes. Once again, loosely based. Um, yes. So yeah, I, I didn't really I didn't realize it, but when they started referencing him a lot, I was like, is this based on one of his things? They usually, they usually do that with movies like this. I didn't know Shakespeare wrote rom-coms. <laughs> He did. That was the thing. He was a he was a fucking I thought they were all tragic and shit. No, no, he was a hack. It's just uh, the fact that it's written in like uh, I don't even know what 16 <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, the old English like oh doth That's thou the... protesteth me doth thus no whoa and it sounds all fancy. He wrote he wrote pulp shit. Oh, I need to read it. <laughs> yeah. It's all it's all like fucking like ooh like horny stuff, you know? Oh yeah. Anywho, yeah, sorry. I'm gonna steal your line now. <laughs> and I'm gonna ask you. That's gonna be the first of clip it? of this one. Uh, me, me <laughs> shitting on Shakespeare. It's a short one. It's a, it's a short. Anyway, yeah, you, you stole, stole my, my line. moment. Yeah, sorry. And you stole my moment. I asked you. What yeah. did you think of it? I thought this was perfectly serviceable in the best way possible. 
uh, Keep solid it on three out of five. So far. Yeah. <laughs> We're starting strong <laughs> with some generic ass movies. Yes. Um. But uh, yeah, well, I this one I do like. Uh, yes. Mean Girls. Eh. This one I I could watch this again. Maybe. Oh yeah. Uh we we discussed it very very briefly, but a lot of a lot of people sh- shared the same ideas uh, on Letterboxd. Uh, oh, I haven't checked that yet. Okay. It's it's wonderful to see the return of like because this is. This is the quintessential mid-budget movie, the kind of shit that kept you know studios um, rolling. Well, yeah, afloat <laughs> while they produced the bigger movies, the the, the big projects, you know, the Scorsese yeah. movies or you know the big epics that might cost a lot and not maybe bring in so much money. Um, we've talked about this ad nauseum. You can check out our back catalog. You can check us out on Patreon for that. Patreon.com. Yes. Amazing. Um. How studios more and more for forwent that structure and just made big budget movies, and which meant that they they could only make big big budget movies. Yeah, and they couldn't fail, so they had to be so, so generic that they never did fail. They always broke even or or made money. When you have a bunch of like, and you, they only and you know, other than Disney, they released maybe like one or two huge movies every year. Um, yeah. But with movies like this, I mean, they could release 10 of these. It cost, uh, estimated, I just looked it up on IMDb, $25 million. Now, that's a lot of money. But, I mean, when it comes to movie producing, especially now, especially nowadays, it's nothing. That's like a micro budget. So, you know, like indie movies cost $20 million nowadays. Yeah. I mean, um, if you compare it to any of the big releases at all, yeah. this is like they're trailer budget basically yeah i mean we used we used to we used to talk about mid-budget movies i remember some of the last ones that were like fun back in like 2011 pineapple express was a 30 million dollar action comedy but really just a comedy an action movie a comedy budget you know those but those you know 30 million dollars throwing another 10 million for for promotional stuff and then you made a hundred million dollars back that's a 60 million dollar or 40 to 50 million dollar profit and you can use you can you can create ten of those movies. They're generic whatever movies, but at least they're yeah. good enough that people go watch them. And with the the profits from those, you can make the big good movies, you know. Yes. And it's also easier than to, okay, we might not make the money back, but we have eight other projects like this, so we'll give thirty million dollars to some weirdo who wants to make a, an indie movie or, a, or an experimental movie, and we'll give him. A, a reasonably big budget for something like that. That's that's the model. And that's how you... That's what I've been talking about for so long. This is the second <laughs> clip, however. Of me ranting about this. This is the perfect balance between art and commerce. This is how you do yes. it. More like this. So we can also have more experimental stuff. And not just have everything be giant bullshit stuff. And also, I mean... Like we said, this was this one was actually enjoyable. Yeah, it's made by someone who cares. I was worried someone about does the this kind of kind of bullshit, basically. Yeah, because Will Gluck has made ECA and Friends with Benefits. Yeah, which are also great. I haven't seen Friends with Benefits for being but like ECA is a great movie. Also based on uh, is that Shakespeare? It's based on the Scarlet no Letter. Idea. Is that Shakespeare? Yeah, yeah or is Scarlet that Emily Bronte? But I don't. That might be Emily Bronte. I'm not. Yeah, sure. I'm not sure. It's it's not Shakespeare, I think, at least. Great movie, however. Great, great yes. little mid-budget rom-com, you know, mm. and a teenage comedy that doesn't make you go, "Oh, teenagers are so dumb," like Mean Girls. No. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
anyway, yeah. So uh, I was so to summarize. Yeah, I, <laughs> what did you think of the movie? <laughs> oh, as a movie, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. As as uh, hopefully the 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 uh, the blueprint for the future of Hollywood. I fucking love it. Yes. Back to what worked. This whole thing with oh, we have to progress. Yeah, but we found the perfect formula about twenty to thirty years ago. We should have yeah. stuck with that because it worked. We had the indeed. We had the best mid-budget movies. We had the best blockbusters. We had some of the best like indie experimental stuff as well. Now we still have great movies nowadays, but they're so few and far between when it comes to that kind of stuff. Oh. Because of the model of Hollywood right now and it's it's not working. We need hey, stuff like this. Sorry for Maybe yeah. this is the turning point. 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 Yeah, I hope so. Cuz we've seen a few of these now. I mean, and it's not it's not the uh, straight to Netflix or straight to that too. Um, it's in Amazon. Cinemas. It's yeah. cinema. Because I saw... Which definitely helps. <laughs> it wasn't last year. I think it was 2022. I saw another super generic uh, rom-com, which had kind of a similar theme. It's called I Want You Back. I think I mentioned it for you to you. Probably. Sp- starring Charlie Day and whatever her name is. Um... She's a she's a comedy actress. Anyway, um, Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate, thank you. Yes. Oh yeah, her. Yeah, um, that one wasn't as good, but it, I mean, it worked. It felt a little bit more cynical, and it was also. But that's also because it was released straight to streaming. It was no. Yeah, it was an Amazon. Yeah, original. so it was just something they like shit out. It's also starring uh, Charlie Day and Jenny Slate, who are both. Usually, kind of cynical or depressing characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't help. Um, but that's that's also something that actually like uh, uh, factors into this. Like, you can when you make a movie for a, a streaming platform like Netflix or Amazon or or or, or HBO, um, unless it's like a passion project that you that they're like, yes, we will give you our money, like kneel before us and we will give you yeah. the money to make this. If it's just something like, oh, we need we need more content for our streaming platform, then it's just gonna be shallow, hollow, cynical crap. Yes. So, sure, we have stuff like Killers of the Flower Moon made by Apple Films or Apple TV or whatever. <clears throat> that, yeah. That's a passion project. But then, I Want You Back, <laughs> it just felt like... Mm, even though it should, should have been a perfectly generic rom-com like this... But this, however, just, yes. anyone but you, uh, since it, you know, there is there is some risk behind it since they're releasing it in cinemas and not just safely releasing it to Netflix or something, you have to put a little effort behind it. Yeah. Yeah. And it shows. It's the details and the, the fine the, the fine tuning and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it shows. I mean, hell, it shows in the fucking wardrobe. Like, everyone was wearing nicer dresses than what they would wear if it was Netflix. Yeah. They, I, you could at least I felt like there was a, a theme or a reason behind every single dress. Like they're, I, I mentioned it to you on the way home. Like I feel like they're trying to recreate certain things from from specifically nineties, early two thousand. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned the, the uh, ten ways to lose a lose guy, a guy. Or something. Yeah. yeah, the iconic yellow silk dress. Yeah, which you can I see in like our background the, here. Classic, yeah, classic uh, silk yes. dress. Yeah, and they're trying to do the same thing here with the blue one, I think. Yeah. Because it's in every promotional picture. It's on all the posters. Yeah. 
it's the one that gets the the specific moment you mm-hmm. know in the movie yeah oh and, and it works it's shit like that that works that's that's advertising that's pr at, at its greatest yeah um, trust me this summer girls are gonna wear silky dresses again <laughs> <laughs> the trend is gonna come back yeah and i i rented on for a while there um so I, I'll, I'll ask you now what did you think of the movie oh i loved it yeah. I mean, it's not it's not a fantastic film, but it's a great movie. It's yeah. a perfect rom com, modern rom com, with the, the 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 nostalgic classic style to it. Yes, this follows without being cheesy or dumb. Yeah, yeah, it follows all the rules. You yeah. were, you were never never uh, like uh, surprised by anything, <laughs> really. No, not really. Except for I guess fine. some of the some of the nudity. Was a little yeah. bit surprising. That's something. Also, something <laughs> I I really, uh, really enjoyed. Even though it felt kind of jarring sometimes, uh, this has to be R rated. Oh yeah, it or is. or some sort of new PG thirteen because there's it's R rated. It is R rated on IMDb at least. That's also great. We don't see R rated movies anymore because that means you ha- you you limit yourself to a certain age range when it comes to your audience. Yeah. Only adults can go see this. We're cutting out like sixty percent of the audience here. I mean, in the first like ten minutes, she said "fuck" three times. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> they used their f- one "fuck" very early, and then it's just no, no. They're oh, just there's another continue one. And oh, look, there's a penis, and there's yeah. several butts and some boobs. And boobs. Yeah, and. It was, uh, like I said, a little bit jarring because you usually don't see, because this, you usually see like a lot of like foul language, if you will, in yeah. uh, you know the Judd Apatow era movies, which were comedies first. Raunchy movies. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> in rom coms, you usually don't. Maybe you get that one PG thirteen fuck, but not yes. anymore. Um, and you get the occasional naked male butt. Yeah, because it's that because male nakedness is funny. Yes. Yeah, it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> At least from behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one likes it from the front. <laughs> <laughs> Which no we did does. get, though, to be fair. Yeah, we got it. Uh, in a, a very weird way. It was a... Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. I don't know that. how to explain it. It was a squeezed penis. <laughs> yeah, and you only saw the very tip of it, I guess. So weird. So weird. Yeah. Um, Even worse, because we were sitting in different rows, so we weren't sitting next to each other. So I was just like, two strange dudes sitting next to me. And I'm like, yeah, that's a penis. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but it's for like a millisecond. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Don't let that deter you if that was. No, 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 no. It was funny. It was very funny, yeah. And that's and that's 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 also something um which we talk about when it comes to comedies. Sure, this is a rom com, but I would Sure. That's in the subgenre of a comedy. comedy. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. And like we talked about so many times, when was the last time you laughed at a comedy? Oh well, to be fair, I did laugh at Mean Girls, but yes, I laughed more at this one. And yeah. it was more it was more of a um, a heartwarming laugh. It was more genuine in this yeah. one. And like I usually say, I follow the Mark Kermode structure. If you laugh six times in 90 minutes, which this perfect, it was about, well, 100 yes. minutes, but you know, around there. Yeah. A, a comedy is uh, successful. Successful, It's, it's yeah. done its job. And I laughed way more than six times. Oh, yeah. And there, there was were, more laughs in the first half. There were smirks and snickers. And yeah. there were some out loud laughing yeah. from some people at least. They were, you know, the smiling at cute stuff and then stupid yeah, stuff. Yeah, there, then... there was even because we were in a packed theater because it was it was free tickets, so yes, uh, it was packed. 
Um, Even though it was Monday evening. Monday evening, yes. Um, and uh, there's a scene with a koala, and you could hear the oh, entire yeah. audience go, oh, when they yes. saw us. Hey, little guy. For like, like a like, minute. Like a wave. <laughs> you just heard it go like, oh, over the whole audience. Yeah, that was, that was, it was a fun scene. It was also yes. um, one of those scenes where you have, it, it was it was well staged. If I'm just gonna talk yeah. technical stuff, because you have that going on in the foreground, where um, the best friend slash brother Eat. of the bride or brother of one of the brides, um, to, like having like a moment, like moment face to face moment with a played by Gata. Gata. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't know who that is. He was pretty funny though. Not a good actor, but he was pretty funny. Yeah, he was pretty funny. Um, where he like you know he sh- he he. He bonded with this uh, koala, and it was it was funny, but also genuinely like, oh, 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 and in the background you see Glenn Powell jumping around naked while Sidney Sweeney is trying to look up his butt to see if there's any spider yeah. there, <laughs> and it, it worked. Um, it's called something where you have like stuff going on in the background and foreground, and they kind of uh, work off each other. Um, always, There's always, probably some technical term for that, yeah. Yeah, and but it, it just keeps the movie from feeling flat. Yes. Which definitely, this had some generic flat lighting sometimes. A lot of, like, oversaturated, you know, green grass and, and dresses and stuff when they were in yeah. the house. But it, but looked, it was always... When it needed to, it looked good. It looked like a movie. It, <laughs> it felt like they were trying to exaggerate the beautiful winters of Australia, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, summers, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it is summer. They have summer yeah. in December. Uh, which is so weird. I didn't realize that until like a couple of years ago. Oh. <laughs> There's a guy I follow on Twitter is from, uh, I probably mentioned this, from Australia. And he was like, I drink too way too much soda because it's so hot in the winter. And I was like, what are you talking about? How is it hot How in the winter? How is it hot in the winter, you idiot? And it's like, I'm on the other side of the planet. Right. Oh. <laughs> it never, That's why the toilets flush the other way. <laughs> it never know? dawned on me until I was like <laughs> 33. Yeah. You absolute unqualified moron anyway uh back to anyone but you yeah like i said because you have someone who actually cares about the movie mm. it does look like a real movie from time to time yes <sighs> yeah i just uh, it was also it was also very it was progressive without being you know progressive without being in your face it was, yeah yeah it was uh, even though we have two white leads. Yeah. It didn't feel like they were like trying to. Uh, what's it called? Uh, like uh, moralize to us, like yeah, oh, moralize things. Because there, the, the, there was because there were there was black characters involved. So like, yeah. Oh, you. There was one. You white people play weird games. Just tell each other when you yeah. do the whisper game or whatever it is. The charades thing, charades but thing, yeah. I agree. Charades is weird, and it's a very white thing to do. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, there was never in your face. The whole lesbian no. wedding thing was never in your face. It <sighs> felt so natural, and yes. which it should be because it is the most normal they thing did, in the world. They did do a one joke in the beginning that, like, I was like, "Oh my god, no! Wait, they're gonna do a, a lesbian thing?" But no, it's when you know, in the in the wedding announcement. Invitation. Oh video. yeah, which yeah. Dad goes. I can't approve this. I object. And like, hold up. <laughs> yeah, which was like. <laughs> but then yeah. Yeah, it they, turns out it was a joke. It was a YouTube video. It was a video. very funny joke. It was an invitation to their wedding in Australia. 
Yes. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, there was no like they they didn't make a thing out of it. It was just no. as normal as anything else, which it should yeah. be. Exactly. That's progressive instead of like, oh, we gotta Finger fight wagging. for the thing and blah 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 blah. Pointing it out. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it doesn't help anyone. Unfortunately, mm. in the in the end. Um. Well. Here's here's well, all the problem with generic movies. Yes, there's for, not a lot to discuss. We talked for twenty minutes and I'm running out. <laughs> yes, no, because it is. Oh, oh wait, I, I remember a bit something. of a generic movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do you have something you want to say? No, I just said it, it is a bit of a generic movie, so you know what's gonna happen. But yeah, another thing though that kind of makes it feel like a slightly retro uh, movie, uh, well, and also because it is a rom com, so it has to be a, yeah, a bit yeah. of romance involved. This was uh, uh, very... We talked about this, I think. We talked off-air because I saw Saltburn today. Um, yeah. This was super horny, this movie. Oh, yeah. But, like, in a good way. Because, like, when was the last time in a big mainstream movie you saw, like, a sex scene? Oh, ages ago. Yeah, because everything has to be PG-13. Yeah. Uh, and even if they're not PG-13, the... The violence is the thing. Yeah, said. yeah. There's never, there's never like any. Yeah, there's never any like uh, lust. There's Love no passion. Making. Like, remember, remember, remember old Star Wars, where there, there was, you know, <laughs> there was innuendos and you know there was kissing yeah. and stuff. And then compare that to new Star Wars. The well, they're all, they're all friends. And I even guess, though we're supposed guess... to have a big romance between Kylo Ren and whatever her name is, uh, I don't. Daisy I don't, Ridley character no. Ray. Wait, there's Ray? a romance between them. They kiss. They become what? they become friends and kiss in the last movie. I didn't. I don't. What? Oh, never mind. Because you blocked. Whatever. It out. Yeah, I know. Whatever. That's what I mean. Like, and e- even in like, even in PG thirteen movies, have... like rom com, you you just see like, oh, they kiss. Here we have What's like the, full uh, on the, fucking. Uh, the Expendables, the last one. Yeah. We had. I don't know what rating that has though. I think it's um, R rated. But we do have one. Passionate scene, yeah, between uh, Jason Statham and um, Megan Fox. Megan LaFox. But we don't get to see a lot. It's mainly them wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it's more because it's an action movie. We don't want to yeah. like alienate people who are like, "Oh, sex is weird." No, it's part of life. Yeah, just get over it. People have sex. But that's that's I guess the closest thing I can remember from like a modern new movie <laughs> that we have to passion on scene. Yeah. But here it was like the when they when they hey spoilers but guess what they get together could you imagine oh, yeah yeah in a rom com yeah <laughs> it was like full on you there was almost penetration <laughs> uh, yeah a lot of rolling around and uh, tasteful but still very naked shots of both of them yes uh, it's nice I mean not that it has to be like. Like an HBO show, but you know, it's nice no. to see that. Oh shit, they're actually human. It it adds to yeah, their exactly. humanity, makes it feel more real, even if it's yes, highly it directed. Yes, it makes it feel realistic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because what twenty-year-olds would not hook up when they're exactly. um, obviously falling in love? Yeah, it would be silly if they didn't. Yeah, um, it would be silly even if they're like hinting at it only, doing the dot, 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 or, you know, yeah. zoning out or whatever. It's silly. Like, they're adults. We're all adults. They could go the James Bond route and have, like, they kiss and then the door closes, or, like, you know, that would work, too. Yeah. But it's it's good that we actually see something. You know. 
Yeah, it, and it, it doesn't normalizes hurt. it. And then, the, I mean, and it's it's also capitalizing on your stars because both of them yes. are insanely good looking. Oh God, yes. like it's ridiculous. Glenn Powell and Sydney I mean, Sweeney. That's half the reason Sydney Sweeney gets roles, unfortunately. But <laughs> yeah, she's this is this is a step in the right direction, to be honest. And just for her. yeah, and just like with uh, when we talked, we talked a lot about. Uh, the weird horniness of teenagers or people in general on online nowadays. Yeah. Um, uh, on, <laughs> in the patron episode. In the patron it? episode for Mean yeah. Girls. Uh, so check that out if you want to. Uh, <laughs> even in a movie like this, which is not like more mainstream, so to speak, it's the same thing. Um, not not as oh, much. Oh, you found weird comments. Oh yeah. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> I mean, here we have one. Uh, do they still let you jerk off in movie theaters? Or is that a, not a thing anymore? I think he's joking, but still. I hope so, and but here Jesus we have Christ. One that is uh, only common stuff like this. Uh, I think she's a writer or something. Zoe Rose Bryant. She gave four and a half stars, by the way. Uh, look, I came to watch hot people fuck and, and fight, and I got what I wanted. Well, yes. Uh, hold on. Uh, I found some else. Popular reviews. And they're not as horny here, but there are some. Um, You know why? Because they're older. Yeah, I guess. They're 20-year-olds, not 16-year-olds. That's kind of funny, because Soros Bryant has already seen it twice, I suppose, because he's reviewed it twice. She wrote, A whole new generation of bisexuals are about to be born because of this movie. Why? Because of the wedding thing? There are no bisexuals. Or because they're going to fall in love with both Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell? Maybe? Uh, I guess. I don't know. Uh, okay, so there's not as... You know, <laughs> a little too much penis tip for my taste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's not as horny, but there's definitely horny stuff in this. Sure. Um, <laughs> rip, rip Shakespeare. <laughs> you would have loved drooling over Glenn Powell. Yeah. Now they're, now they're, they're, they're outing Shakespeare. <laughs> well, yeah. Gay person curated the soundtrack. What? Okay. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know either. Anyway. Easy breezy Martin Scorsese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> little, little could have prepared me to have seen a penis hole yes. in broad daylight. <laughs> yeah, that was a big, oh, and then the nervous <laughs> laughter afterwards in, this, in the cinema. Yeah. Yes. That was from the comedic sidekick, or even, not even that, he was like the, I don't even know what, do you remember from How I Met Your Mother, um, when Robin dates this guy, um, uh, who's like a much young younger, and he kind of acts like a dog. I don't remember his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, He's that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's the comedic sidekick who I I wish uh, they usually let them have like their moments where they like talk to one of the main characters and actually like give them good advice. You know. Well, I guess that was the shower scene. <laughs> I guess that was the shower scene here, but not really. <laughs> and he that was the one. If I'm going to complain about something, is that he just disappears in the end during the wave. Oh yeah. He's like, oh, and the, the he explanation was kind of dumb. What? The wave was too good to stand up, and he just left. And then we see a scene of him um, surfing in the suit. Yeah, that was it. Strange. Uh, yeah. I, otherwise, I had no complaints about this movie. No. It was. Uh, it was. It was just fun. It was yes. uh, non-confrontational. It, 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 this, this is, one of this those is kind of like when you say like, oh, you just turn your brain off and enjoy it. This this is that yes. kind of movie. This is one of those movies that I would actually rate like a five star generally. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not allowed to because I, I have to compare it to other five star movies such as like 
Dune and shit. Yeah, well, I'm ju- I just have to say, though, you did uh, uh, rate uh, The Lost City a 5 out of 5. That is true. That is true. So maybe I should up this one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you think it is like a perfect movie, sure, go ahead. It's all, for, it's all subjective. For the kind of movie it is, yeah. it is a perfect movie. That's the thing. Sure. You can't... You can't really compare Godzilla minus one. No, exactly. Anyone that, but you. That's why I don't. But uh... in their separate genres, oh yeah. both five stars. Oh yeah, as a rom com, especially modern rom com, this is yeah perfect. Yes, perfect. I even had um, I asked my boyfriend when you said you got us tickets. I was like, oh shit! But did you want to watch it? I asked my boyfriend that. He's like, I don't know. You can watch it first, and maybe we'll go see it. I will definitely make him go see this. Yeah. Because I want to watch it again. And I want to watch it with him. It is a movie you can watch again. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, it's... Hey, you know what? Fuck it. I'm changing my score. <laughs> it's a five star. There yeah, I gave, it a, I gave it a three star. Which is, you know, good. Uh, I'm just looking at the... The certificate for this. It says BTL? What does that mean? What does that mean? I thought it was going to say R. Bacon, tomato, lettuce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. <laughs> Wait, no, I just I just saw it on IMDb. I usually don't look at it, but just because we talked about it, it's an R rating. But then I just I said BTL, um, and then I'm kind of because like, you clicked on it. Never done, I've never done this before. You can actually see. I know there are all these things, you know, for parents and stuff. So you can actually show you sex nudity, moderate. A male covers his genitals during a shower with pubic hair and tip of penis. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely brief and clearly prosthetic. Was it? I didn't. Oh, I didn't look to be fair. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I kind of went ooh and blinked. <laughs> Female breast nudity is displayed a few times, and blurry nudity during steamy sex. <laughs> oh, Sweden has BTL. Oh, okay. But b- but what is this? Because Brazil has sixteen. Yeah. Uh, Finland has K seven, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> Germany zero. <laughs> Whoa, this is kind of funny. Uh, violence and gore, none. But. A man is accidentally hit in the face with a bunch of flowers, but it's meant to be comical. Yeah. <laughs> Here's kind of funny. I gotta look this up for like all movies now. Profanity. They actually have counted Frightening it. Frightening and intense scenes. Yeah. There is 37 uses of fuck oh. and two uses of cunt. Bitch, bugger, bloody, shit, dick, asshole, jerk, damn, and hell are also used. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Uh, yeah, frightening one of the frightening scenes. intense scenes is falls she falls overboard. overboard. Boat. Yeah, which that was, they didn't play it for laughs. It was like genuinely shipped. She <laughs> might get <laughs> The hurt. two main characters are seen in bed together. It's implied they are sleeping together. Oh, it's more than implied. <laughs> yeah, it should it it should be they have are engaged in intercourse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's it's not implied and it's not sleeping together. It's intercourse. Yeah. Well, that is a nice way of saying intercourse, sleeping. Yeah, but it's it sounds like a teenager trying to be like, I slept with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you had sex. Yeah. You bumped uglies. Yeah, or but she... Wait, the Australian said something. Uh, she used an Australian expression, but I don't remember it. Oh, uh, I don't remember. Snog? No. No, that's British for kissing. Right. I don't know. Whatever. That, that was fun, too. The, whole, the uh, Australians trying to explain things. Yeah. That we got, we got like, I don't know, ten different words for penis. Yeah. Yeah. Before, before we saw the actual penis and him going. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, did he mean foreskin? But no, I thought that penis, too because it's not like hood and stuff. 
Yeah. Uh, and like and meant, that, he meant just meant the entire penis. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> the fact that he just squeezed it and then made a <laughs> sound—it was just like, what I, is I happening? Like, is he gonna squirt something at him? <laughs> <laughs> it was so dumb. Do? Oh, but it was so funny. It was so funny. Yeah. Ugh. The- See. This is a great movie. It deserves more than a 52 meta score. Yeah. Because you oh, can't yeah. compare it to fantastic film. Because it's not fantastic film. It's a great movie. There's difference. We've talked about that before. There's a difference between movies and films. Yeah. This is but not I mean, a film. If we, if we can judge every movie on the same scale, which you kind of have to do as a critic... Yeah, this is, you know, it's formulaic, it is generic, yeah. so you have to withdraw points for There's that. There's no depth, really. No, but when it comes to movies like this, yeah, it's fun. And I mean, yeah. it has got some good reviews. I mean, Maria E. Gates for RogerEbert.com gave an 88 out of 100. Anyone yes. but you from director Will Gluck and co-writer Ilana Wolpert has a charm with swoony romance and most importantly, star chemistry. Yeah, we gotta talk about yes. that. That, is, that has been solely missing from recent lackluster entries in the genre. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, yeah, like I, IGN said, while anyone but you isn't a bold new take, isn't a bold new take on a traditional rom-com formula, it becomes an infectiously sincere and easily watchable movie featuring a charming ensemble cast and great situational comedy. Yeah. Hey, situational? Isn't that the word they used to uh, describe to the describe relationship? relationship? Yeah, we <laughs> did. Uh, David Ehrlich. For IndieWire writes, and he gave it a sixty-seven, which is still like favorable. That's what I. That's yeah. where I would rate this movie, a, 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 a solid like seven. Anyone but you actually works best when it leans harder towards the screwball comedies of the nineteen thirties. Yeah, than it does the more grounded rom coms that's inspired. They inspired at the end of the century. Yeah, that's why. That's what I mean. I would almost rate this more as a comedy because there's some straight up just comedy in this. Well, yeah, there's more comedy than romance. Yeah, really. yeah. Uh, do we have any like, really bad reviews? Which I didn't. Even I, look I can see reviews. middle reviews definitely, but I cannot imagine anyone hating this unless you just have a hatred for rom coms, which I guess you know some people do. Sure, but then why watch then, it? Well, yeah, exactly. Then why watch it? That's why I stopped. That's not even like for educational purposes or like yeah. no, re- like we do. Like there's only there's only one negative review. The the there are some low mid reviews. Like uh, Empire gave it a four out of ten. They wrote yeah, but it's the Empire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, obvious chemistry and charm of Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell counts for a lot, yet not quite enough in romantic comedy. Severely lacking in both romance and comedy. What? What movie did you watch? Sure. No, what? It's very funny. Yeah. It is objectively funny. Unless you think it's like too crass that everyone's naked all the time. But that's funny. <laughs> um, anyway, the only, the one negative review is from Movie Nation by Roger Moore, which is, you know, an old curmudgeon. I don't know. That's not fair, but he is. Anyone but you is about as close as Hollywood can get to a rom-com that works these days, which is to say not terribly close, even though it's not exactly terrible. <laughs> It's not exactly but terrible, thing, though. but you have it below a five, which... Like... But, but, again, we don't have... We haven't had rom-coms, proper rom-coms, in, like, 20 years, almost. Yeah. At least not in cinema. No. We had one last... And I, I don't... I generally don't count direct-to-streaming as, like, proper film, if I'm being honest. No, that's just content. 
Yeah. We talked about that. It's uh, rarely this is like real cinema. This is up there with, like we said, 10 Ways to Lose a Guy or or, um, uh, 13 Going on 30 or... 10 um, Things I Hate About You. 10 Things I Hate About You. Which is also based on Shakespeare. I'm thinking more 2000s now, Uh, yeah. Um, Even like Hitch. Yeah. Do you remember Hitch? Yeah, I do. (laughs) It's kind of terrible, but it's still... Yeah, that's where it started getting bad, though. Sure. The mid to late 2000s, I think. Yeah, I guess. Mitch, Hitch is not good. Hitch is, Hitch is where I the, haven't seen the it line in like goes, kind of. 15, 20 years, though, so I shouldn't say anything. Yeah. Or no, came in in 2000. <sighs> so whatever, doesn't matter. Um, it's uh, it's uh, Sex in the City when the series was still good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, no, yeah, like, like this is this is a movie, believe it or not, I would recommend people go watch. Yeah. Because if you, if you like movies... If, if you if you like if you're a if you're a connoisseur of cinema, yeah, this is not high art, but no. but I would say um, uh, support stuff like this. Support studios uh, making mid budget slash low budget movies again. Support yes. bringing back that formula, like we said, from late nineties, early two thousands, because it works. Hell, they even had the the cliche late nineties, early two thousands. Ending song montage. Yeah, like a blooper reel. Where they almost. sing in random scenes. Yeah. Where they just, you know, made them sing off camera kind of thing. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, and that's 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 what draws a crowd. But yes. you, but you don't have to pay three hundred million dollars for it. This no. This is like the catering of of Mar- Marvel's Avengers Endgame or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. Im- imagine imagine you, you could make. You could make over ten anyone but use for one Avengers movie's budget. Yeah, and in the and end, it would it would rake in as much money, if not more today, because people are go- getting tired of Marvel. Yeah, exactly. So that's why that's why I support this. Yeah, not mainly because like not not because it's a great movie, but because it uh, <laughs> it it it. it um, it's a promise of, of 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 things changing in the right direction. Yes. To me, that's the cherry on top, though. I really just enjoyed it. Yeah, and like I said, I did enjoy it. I laughed a lot. I did yes. I did roll my eyes a few times and it was sure. just too like on the nose. But it's it's the like, kind oh of like <laughs> it's the kind of feeling you get when you read um a cheesy but good romance novel. I guess. Where you kind of sit and kick your feet at how cute the flirting is. But then you just go, what the fuck did I just do? <laughs> I've only read one of those books. I'm not much for romance novels. But yeah, it's like, <sighs> oh, God. But then you got to read a little more. But deep down inside, though. you're just like, ah, oh, this is yeah. so cute. Yeah. If this would happen to you, you would be like, ah. Of course. Because <laughs> this, this, uh, this, this hits our most like base like needs and wants. Oh, yeah. 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 It's attention. It's, it's, um, it's the promise of you know future with someone that would bring forth generations of people and all that shit it's primal <laughs> yeah in a way it in is in the best way <laughs> yeah you can't deny it no so uh 10 out of 10 <laughs> 10, 10 out of 10 perfect movie we, yes. we already have a winner for because we're gonna rank this on our 2024 movies oh. oh 2024 yeah i think so 
Oh, I put it on my 23, 23 list. I have to remove it then. Okay. Oh, no. shit, I haven't created my 24 list. Because I was going to make a joke that we've already found the best movie in 2024 then. Because it's a 10 out of 10. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe we have. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope to God this is not the best movie of 2024. <laughs> no, I doubt oh, it, no. I doubt it. <laughs> no, yeah, about that. Uh, we can have a short conversation to fill some time. Is this sure. a 2023 release for us, even though we're watching it the 15th of January? I mean... And it, it, prom- about, it, it premieres in Sweden 22nd of January, 2024? If... No, 19. Oh, whatever. Next... Oh, no, right. 20, no, 20, 22nd. <clears throat> 22nd. I, if, if... Let's put it this way. If this was, for some magical reason, up for an Oscar, <laughs> would it count to the 2023 Oscars? Uh, no, it, I mean, it would be nominated for the Oscars coming now. Yeah. Yeah. So it should be nominated for our award show coming now. I suppose, yes. Although, I think I can say that. Spoilers for... Uh, it's not going to be nominated yeah, for Yeah, for the spoiler awards this we year. We don't have a... This is not going to be nominated for anything, I think. We don't have a best I mean, we, no, we do have best comedy, though, I think. That's true. I don't know if it... But I don't think... We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll have we'll see. to, you know, we have to go through the motions of going through everything we've yeah. watched and actually... By the way, our, our nominations should be coming as soon as we get the Oscar nominations because we're trying to compete with them. Basically, so, yeah. yeah. We'll release them around the same time. And just... I gotta ask, though, Just then, off air, Mika, sal- we gotta start working on that. I, I know, I know, I know. Does Saltburn count as 2023? Yes. Because it okay. was released on Amazon, even in Sweden, in 2023. They just said, oh, we watched it too late. Mean Girls is 2024. Yes. Because that's worldwide my, January my, 2024. My lists, I think. So I, I added it to Washington 2023. That's not true. Though. That's not true at all. <laughs> it's it's 2024 now. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but I think we could actually wrap it up there. It's a bit it's a bit of a shorter episode, but what yes. can you do? Uh, we'll... we'll um, uh, when this released, uh, when this is released, when this, whatever Episode. the word is, ha- yeah, is is comes out, you will already have uh, the first TV cast of the year when we're going to talk about uh, True Detective Night Country, because we got to do that yes. at some point. Um, so you'll have an extra episode to kind of um, uh, um, counter Locked the fact, the blow. <laughs> yeah, that this is a little shorter. But hey, what can I say? <laughs> It's uh, like I said. It's not much to say really than other than to say it's a pretty good movie. Because <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot to uh, analyze. That's the thing. Exactly. Um. So, uh, for the uh, for for our companion piece, of this on patreoncom scene, we're going to talk about um, an action like late '90s, early 2000s rom-com in a similar yes. fashion, right? Yes. You had. Well, a, you I had haven't a, decided on which one yet. But you had some. Uh, Suggestions? I had some ideas. You mentioned you mentioned ten ways to lose a guy. How to lose a guy in ten days? That's I how it is. How, yeah, check it. Yeah, because it's the same. I felt some icons, yeah. you know, being and, represented and in this one. However, the theme is very different. The move uh, and that movie always makes me think because I think it came out in like the same, uh, uh, same time. And it's also Matthew McConaughey, a failure to launch. Ah, maybe. But it's yeah. a very different movie, though. That's also a very different movie. Yeah. It could also be... Uh, well, we could also do 10 Reasons I Hate You, or whatever it's called. No. I've never actually seen that one. Wait. No. Uh, uh, hold up. The Heath Ledger. With Heath Ledger? Yeah. You haven't 
seen that? No. Why should I watch it? Okay, then, then it's settled. We're watching oh, that okay. one. What the fuck? Why would I watch it? Oh my god, that's iconic. Yeah, but I was in my super pretentious indie face when that came out. I don't care. I wouldn't watch trash like that. Oh my god, 10 things I hate about you. But yeah, maybe 2024 to be honest will like it. Oh yes, you will. Okay. Much like I made you like white girls, you will <laughs> like chicks, this one. Yeah. White chicks. I've always liked white girls. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, you know what I mean. Oh my god, okay, then it's settled. Yes, we're doing 10 things I hate about you on Patreon. Okay. Check it out to hear what Tobias likes. Uh, finds how Tobias finds a 1999 classic rom-com teen movie. Whatever. Oh my god! It's. I know that's also kind of a cult classic, but I just never yes. cared about it. I am flabbergasted. All right, so check that out. Patreon.com/slash Don't Make a Scene. But <laughs> that's gonna have to be it. Thank you so much for checking us out. Thank you so much for watching or listening. Yes. Um, uh, like I said. If you want to support us, best way to do that is on patreon.com. For as little as $3 a month, you get all the free episodes. You get early access to stuff like this. You get commentary tracks and release them. There's literally hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of hours of premium content there. Yes. So check it out. And uh, check us out next week when we're going to do, I guess, some else generic bullshit. <laughs> this is Depends on what we find. Depends on what, <laughs> what we find, yeah. We, this, the January, you know, beggars can't be choosers with, nah. with the releases. That's always what happens. Yeah. But we'll 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 talk about something. But until then, oh. have a good one. Bye. Bye. The spoiler cast is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It is produced and directed by Tobias Vedin and hosted by Tobias and Rebecca Vedin. Executive producer is Annika Vedin. I also want to give a huge shout out to all our patrons over on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Mom, Dad, Christopher Berlin, Daniel Gaiso, Mac and Mom, Laura Kinney, CK85.